Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of New York Wedding Jam, the podcast for modern weddings. Jason, how's it going? Hey, Martine, what's what's going on? How are you? Oh, you know, I'm okay. I may be, may be slightly injured, so if you guys see a strap, I've got a sling on my arm. It's been a little bit of a stressful week, but we're doing all right. We're doing all right. We're hanging in there. How about you, yourself? You know what? We've been talking for like 20 minutes before we went live, <laughs> and I just now am noticing that sling around your neck. I, <laughs> I did not even see that. I will tell you. I got to tell you, for those of you listening at home, you can hardly see it. It looks like Martine is wearing like a purse around her neck or something. It it doesn't look bad, though. (laughs) You know, Jason, having said that, I think that people always see what they are expecting to see. I once walked around for months with one lens in my glasses. So there was one lens out. It's a long story, but no one noticed. No one noticed that I was walking around with glasses that were only half made. And it was amazing to me that nobody ever saw it, as much as they were looking at my face. <laughs> I think that's called uh, the, the gestalt effect. I, I think there's a name for that. Where really? really? We okay. as humans kind of just like fill in the gap where right. something, a detail might be missing, but our brains kind of fill in what's missing without even us realizing it. Which I find completely fascinating. I think that is just such an interesting thing that the human brain does, which is awesome. I love it. So how about yourself? How's the rest of your week going? Uh, good. I mean, snow removal in New York. If you're anywhere uh, in around the New York tri-state area, it's we just got a, a dump of snow, and I have my snowblower out, and I, I took out my slave, I mean, my son, uh, to help me with... Uh, with the snow removal, uh, but it's it's good. It was fine, you know. That's that's what I'm dealing with today. <laughs> Before <laughs> we came on this podcast, that's totally fair. And I honestly, I love a good snowstorm. I'm a fan of the the one big nice snowstorm that keeps everybody inside for the day. It's just pretty. I don't know. I, I get it after a while, especially if you have to clean it up. Like, it's probably not nearly as much fun. But the first one, like the very first nice big one of the year is always a pleasure. Well, I think that's me. that's what we just had here in Long right. Island. It was a pretty big dump. And um, it was very, very pretty. We took we went sledding actually a little bit earlier. Um, so it was... <laughs> It was very pretty. Driving around doesn't even look like I'm in New York. It looks like Vermont. Nice. But, but yeah, really pretty. But yes, as a homeowner, uh, not not always the most fun thing to uh, to have <laughs> it definitely, to do. It's definitely not the most fun if you've got to do it frequently, for sure. Yeah. But as long as you get the one good one in... I'm always a fan. And I have a corner <laughs> property, too. I'm not trying to sound like a, like a douchebag, but I, I do have a corner <laughs> property. So now I have, like, it's a good problem to have, but I have, like, the south side and then the north, then, then the west side to kind of, so it's, like, two long sidewalks. It's a real pain. Yeah. Um, but believe me, uh, I'm not rich. I, I just have a house on the corner. <laughs> house on the corner sounds lovely, though, you yeah. know, as long as you enjoy it. <laughs> So, Jason, this week I wanted to get into the importance of booking a cohesive team. And yeah. I know that sounds like one that, you know, again, I think most people when they are shopping for wedding related vendors are kind of just picking their favorites of whatever right. category they're in. But I have seen 
the downsides of picking people who don't necessarily get along with each other and the importance of booking a team that works well together cannot be discounted. Um, And so I think it's really important to just kind of give the insights on that and what people should be paying attention to as they are trying to get their team together. Yeah, you know, so as, as I was getting some notes together for this episode, I, I know we're going to talk about specific examples, but if I, if I had to, I was thinking of all these different permutations and combinations of wedding vendors that can and cannot, and like, like the, I'm thinking the, uh, the makeup, makeup artist may never have to come in contact with the DJ, and that's probably true, right? So, right. but one thing that I was thinking about, and this is discipline, it's, it's discipline- it's irrespective of discipline. So no matter uh, who you're searching for and what discipline you're searching for, I think that it's important that you ask your vendor if they are a collaborative person. And I I know that's a weird thing to ask. It's like saying, hey, are you friendly? Hey, do you get along well with other people? But it's definitely worth asking. Some people sometimes will tell you, "I, I, I don't work with... If the person does this, then I'm not okay with it. And and maybe that's a red flag. So in searching for your vendors, and we're going to give some examples today, I think it's important to just kind of seek, you know, a- a- ask the question, but also go with your gut feeling. Does this seem like the kind of person who is a team player, who is going to work well with others, no matter who they are, even if the DJ and the makeup artist happen to come into contact with each other and need to work together, will will it be okay? Well, and you know how I feel about it, Jason. I feel like what you want on your day is good vibes, right? You want all of your vendors and anybody who's going to be around you for the day to be giving off that positive energy. And so whether or not they're going to meet, for to, to your point, we want people who are used to trying to collaborate with others. And some of the examples that we'll give, and I'll dive into the first one because it usually starts at the top of the day. And since you sort of alluded to it, so a hair and makeup tends to be the thing that takes up the most of your time for a wedding. And what I've seen is that there are sometimes the hair and makeup artists who are there for themselves and not necessarily mm-hmm. there for the, the, the bride, you know, or the wedding party themselves, right? Like they're there because they want Insta content and, you know, or TikTok content and they're sitting there and they're they're taking pictures of what's going on throughout the day. Whereas to me, I'm like, well, let the photo and video teams do their job. And if we've got a collaborative photo video team that will share that 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 information, that's better than delaying the entire process and making every like slowing down when people are finished getting ready because you needed content for yourself. I'm not discounting that we all want content for ourselves, but on wedding day, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the couple and making sure that they have the most awesome day and that they get what they pay for, right? Like we've got photo and video teams coming and now we're waiting on hair and makeup and people are missing pictures and shots that they could have gotten from the pros because you were, you know, people were kind of dilly dallying in the morning because they kind of feel like they're the most important part, you know? Yes, you know, as you were talking about needing content, I'm thinking about us as a podcast, and I'm thinking about the content that's going to come out of this and thinking, it's going to sound like we're bashing all these vendors, and we're not. We're so not, because I'm going to give you examples of, of, video, of bad videographers, and I'm sure Martine is able to give you examples of uh, bad things that planners can do to kind of 
ruin the day or, or not play nice with other vendors, but certainly we're not bashing vendors, just giving examples of where things can go wrong and how non-collaborative people can kind of put a wrench in your day. And that's exactly the point that, listen, for as much as I said that there are some bad ones, there are some great ones that make your day happy and awesome, right? And so the point is to think about it and how all of these pieces fit together and not necessarily about a specific person. I will never give names of, of people or anything like that. That is not really what I'm here for. I'm not trying to bash anybody in particular. The, the great teams do exact opposite of what I'm saying, right? Like they are there making sure that the wedding party is having a good day, that they're done on time and that they're willing to work with the photo and video teams, right? Like when they come in. Planning side, again, I don't work with a whole lot of other planners, but I, I know that there are other vendors who don't want to work with planners because of past bad experiences, right? That somebody really was kind of like my way or the highway and, you know, kind of like, well, you will do it because I said, and like, that's never helpful for anybody. And I can understand why some people then are like, no, you know what? I don't, I don't want to get in it because that's just going to make my day much harder than, than it should be. And, you know, I, I, I get that. I've, I've heard this one before, like, you know, I've been doing this for, for, for many years and, you know, I've kind of got my thing. And so my methodology is always like, I'm here to help. I'm here to assist having a conversation about how the day will flow and how you need it to work as another vendor. If I've got that information, I can make sure that's communicated to the whole team and we can balance that out. But the whole point is no matter who you are, that collaboration piece is essential. Yeah. And it's also about being a good human being. I mean, uh, we all are individual uh, entrepreneurs who are working in, in very small settings and often don't have to... Um, work with other people and sometimes when you c collect a bunch of people who all have different goals technically right i have mine as video you have yours as an overall uh, kind of organizer florals have their own specific technical things they need to do but but we all need to kind of get along and work uh, for the benefit of the client and that's the thing that i think most people have to remember because ultimately as i said before it's not my day it's it's i'm I'm here, we're here as a team for the people who hired us. That's the couple. And as they are getting their, like getting married and getting their day, I don't want to be a problem, right? I don't want to be a cause of that friction and, and causing issues. But I think it's just important to keep in mind, everybody also has different personalities, right? And that's, that's the other key that I think is kind of critical to, to part of this story is that knowing the personalities of your vendors collectively and keeping in mind that you have to sort of balance out, will this, will this group of people work with this other group of people? And you might like their work, right? Their work might be flawless, but keeping in mind how that's going to connect to every other piece of your day is a part. That's what I was saying. Like, I don't think that most people put much thought into it. You might be booking vendors just solely based on I like their their body of work, which is important. You definitely want to like that. But you also have to keep in mind that you're hanging out with these people for, you know, a whole day <laughs> and that they're also connecting to other vendors as well. So how does that balance out as you're you're make, you're building your team? So speaking of hanging out with you all day, let, let's talk about photo and video because those yes. are the two, the two, well, 
planner as well, but uh, outside of the planner, the, the person, the two people or two groups of people that are going to spend 8, 10, 12 hours at your side or alongside your guests, photo and video. Correct. And I would say, you know, as someone who's been in this business for about five years, I can say that the times that I've had difficulty get along, getting along with someone has, I can count uh, well on one hand, maybe two, three times in five years. Um, and it isn't always photo and video that's kind of fighting with each other, having a disagreement with each other. Sometimes it's the DJ. Uh, and as a videographer, right, like I really need audio. And can I put a mic on your best man and maid of honor? Sure. Or on your officiant? Absolutely. But I also like to tap into the DJ board. And so I have had a couple of DJs from uh, now and then who have been very protective of their equipment, and I can res I can respect that, needing to protect your equipment. You pay thousands of dollars for it, and now someone else is asking you to touch it or to plug into it. I get that, uh, but uh, I've had a couple of people just give me a hard time accessing the audio from their equipment in terms of in terms of DJ or band, and so uh, you know these things happen rarely. I would say. And most of the people that I've come into contact with are very willing to give me a line or give me access to the board. Uh, but when it comes to photo and video, I would say that, um, again, a very minimal number of times that some people don't work, we don't work well together. And really, I would say that it's uh, poor communication. Um, and, and rarely, even with good communication, sometimes people are just... Uh, as you as you mentioned before, um, uh, with the oh, I can't even remember. You were talking about the makeup artist, right? And saying right. they want to get content for themselves, and right. sometimes photo and video people will really be out for themselves and want to get their own content or want to get a shot to the detriment of the other person, right? Right. And so right. and so sometimes that can be that can be difficult for the other person. Right. So right. If photo does it. It's hard for the video guy or if the video does it, it's hard for the photographer. Right. So uh, but again, uh, these are things, as Martine said, these are things that uh, you kind of need to feel out when speaking to your videographer. You need to feel them out when talking to your photographer and you can blatantly ask them, have you worked with a videographer before? And have you tell me some of the things that you you know, if you're asking a videographer, how do you work alongside a videographer? How does how how is your process with them? So you can you know feel free to ask that because I'm sure that they'll be able to you know you'll be able to get a sense based on what they say. One hundred percent. And like you know, again, this isn't it, it. It's a it's a balance of trying to find the things that you want and making sure that the vendors work together. And to your point, Jason. Probably most people are just fine, even if we've never worked with each other before. You know, we, we find that balance because our goal really is to ensure the happiness of our couple. It's just that there are enough bad examples out there, and I've run into plenty, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, the 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 hair and makeup team are, are used to getting their own content because they know they're never going to get it from someplace else right and we all need that content and so it might just be like that's their past experience and then it's hard for them to break out of that routine right it, but if you're asking the question and having the conversation at least you know what you're in for at that point and same with like photo video teams like 
some 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 photo video teams it's like a pretty dance and you watch them work around each other seamlessly all day and it's so beautiful and the couple gets exactly what they want they get great photo they get great video others again maybe it's because they're newer maybe it's because you know personalities or you know somebody wanted a specific shot and they forgot that somebody else was there whatever the story may be but asking the questions and ensuring that people are on the same page about what the day is going to look like how it's going to flow and that frankly they're willing to communicate and collaborate with each other if if i can just give a little bit of insight i mean especially from my discipline I, i know that when i was shooting weddings earlier on in my career i would get very upset if a photographer was in a position that i wanted to be in to get a certain shot And so what I'm getting at is experience, right? So Mm -hmm. as a more experienced uh, wedding videographer now, I can say that if I don't get that specific shot, I'm not gonna melt down. So when photo and video work together, yeah, there are times that I don't get my shot. And there are times that the photographer doesn't get the shot that he wants or she wants. But the fact of the matter is, we're spending eight to 10 hours in a day the photographers are taking thousands of shots and I come home with almost a terabyte of footage, right? So 300, 400 clips. And if I have a second shooter, he's coming home with 200, 300 clips, okay? So if I miss a shot, I'm okay. I'm I'm not going to melt down and and be angry at the photographer. Right. right? If if it continues to happen, you know, but... Uh, I, I would say that even with photographers that I get along with, right, there are moments where I'm like, oh, man, I, I, I needed that shot. I missed that shot. Or I wish he wasn't standing there. And I'm sure the same thing with them. Like maybe right. I wish Jason wasn't standing there. But same thing. Um, we're taking thousands of shots, hundreds of shots in a day. And we're going to still be able to put together a really nice album for photographers and a really nice video uh, for for wedding films. Right. And I just think it's, again, it's about that balance and finding the experience of understanding that, like, I will get something else. You know what I mean? Like, there's, I'll I'll be looking for opportunities all day to make sure that this works well and that my client ultimately is happy with the, the finished product, right? So there does need to be that balance. And, you know, again, I've seen things like, you know, venue coordinators on my side, venue coordinators that feel like they own the client for the day and they want to show off their venue really well and that's great but like I'm not here to do your job you're not here to do my job and I think that's the thing that everybody needs to remember like I'm not saying you know like we're here to make sure that the couple is happy with the work that is being done and we're providing a service that they have paid for we all just need to remember that that's the, the ultimate goal is to make sure that they come away from it happy but in the meantime, we also got to balance out all the other things. And I think if we get down to the key point of communication being the core function of what we all need, everything goes as well as it is, as can be expected. Yeah. And I was I, I just want to close with, again, kind of revisiting how I started the episode. Uh, and that is kind of you need to you need to find experienced and collaborative people regardless of their discipline or regardless of what what role they serve on the wedding day uh, if they have experience that's a plus and if they are collaborative and open and flexible because wedding days are are not perfect they are they run ahead they run behind things 
unplanned things pop up and you need to find people who are willing to roll with the punches and roll with each other through those punches uh, to serve you as the client. And that's that's really what you need to look for in a wedding vendor. 100%. Well, Jason, thanks so much for chatting this week and I'll catch up with you next time. We sure will, Martine. I'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.